pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 152 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be going over some of the recent news, your thoughts on the state of the game, and much more. Let's get started. So let's get started with the community events calendar for the month of January. We've got many events coming up. So the first is Triple XP event, Troopers. All troopers will earn three times more experience, so you can jump into Blast and Strike to earn bonus experience for all your troopers, and that's from January 11th through the 13th. The next is the Triple XP event for Starfighters. That's from January 18th through the 20th. Take the battle into space as we finish up a month of triple experiences in Starfighter Assault and Hero Starfighters. Then we have the Dark Tyrannus update from January 23rd. We're getting Count Dooku. And he arrives alongside the Dark Ritual appearance for him, as well as appearances for clone troopers, the Coruscant Guard clone troopers. And then from January 25th through the 27th, we've got the Battle Points events, Eras. For all Galactic Assault maps, era-appropriate heroes will have their battle point cost reduced by 50%, while non-era heroes will be unavailable. And that's from January 25th through the 27th. Yeah, I'm liking all these uh, events that are coming up because the game really didn't start out with like the you know the two times XP weekends that we were used to in Battlefront. So that's really cool that they're doing that. And I hope they continue it through the months because it's just a really awesome idea. Yes, it is. And it's a great way to bring the community together and actually reward you for playing um, through a set amount of time. Yeah, and the Battle Point event eras it was, sounds really cool because just the, the era-appropriate heroes will be available. Yes. So like more canon, which I thought they balanced it fairly well with like the extra battle points that you have to spend. They did, but I think a lot of fans and the reaction from uh, from fans on the forums alone have been very positive about just these era-appropriate heroes being on Galactic Assault maps. Yeah, and even it'll, it'll be really cool j- just to have that canonicity with it, just to see how it would have been if they added that mechanic. Yes, uh, locking it down to only era-appropriate, uh, making it completely canon. Because that, that's what Battlefront 1 really really strive to do yeah that was their big deal was making these canon uh, experiences with the heroes which is kind of funny when you think of jakku with yeah it's not really place. that canon <laughs> it's canon asterisk except for this but um yeah, it's, it's canon with the era yeah great to see that another bit of news that we got uh, this is just a great update to kind of help fans to gauge their reactions and expe- expectations. Owen Yard, friend of the podcast, responded to a tweet from uh, Guillaume Ross about taking a holiday. He says, Happy New Year. I hope you had a nice holiday for making awesome heroes for us in Battlefront 2. He has a thought, though. How long does it take, roughly, to design a hero from scratch? And Guillaume responds, The design itself is about one to two weeks if I get to focus on it. There's always bugs, released heroes, and future heroes to consider and work on. Then it's approval feedback and possibly more work. Creating the hero in the game takes between one and two months depending on complexity. Yeah, it sheds some light on some of the, the game building itself, like designing it. And it, it also like explains why they don't release two heroes in the same update. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of prep work. 
And it does explain like how Battlefront One was able to do that because there was there's like a three month span, and we they were able to directly um, focus on that during that three month period. Yeah, this is this is great for the community because it lets us know that okay, in the future, this is why uh, heroes take X amount. So uh, when I when I think of in the future, I want this I want this hero. And it may take a couple months if they uh, approve it. That is why it takes an extra amount of time because they are still working on it. And we know this as a community now and we can gauge our expectations upon that. Yeah, it's a really time-sucking process, it seems. And, you know, they're just not the heroes. They have to work on gameplay mechanics. They have to set up these events that are coming out. And they have to fix normal bugs. And Guillaume Raz is still in charge of all of the other heroes, too. So balancing that out is still his job, too. Guillaume Raz isn't just working on the new heroes. He's also working on previous heroes, fixing their bugs, and working on the new uh, lightsaber combat, and all of these other things while working on the new heroes. So we have to be aware of that as well. Those are some of the bigger updates uh, on the game. Also, later, uh, possibly... Around the time this episode comes out, the new community transmission will be right around the corner. So, Benwalk has been working on the new community transmission that will highlight all of the details in the um, new update. So, we'll get patch notes on that, as well as um, highlights of possibly what they're going to be doing in the future. So, keep an eye out for that. We will be covering it on the podcast when it does. Now, let's move on to the state of the game in 2019. Here is the support plan for 2019 that we know of so far. In January, we're getting uh, Count Dooku on the 23rd. Uh, Geonosis is coming to HVV, Blast, and Arcade. Some big uh, news there, so Arcade fans will be able to uh, have some more content there. And in February, what we know of is Anakin Skywalker and the new game mode, which features uh, capital ship takedowns as well as command posts. And then finally... 501st clone trooper appearances then beyond fe- uh, beyond february this is the uh, the other stuff that we know so after anakin comes out after the new game mode this is what we have confirmed we've got lightsaber combat changes and clone trooper customization and the emote wheel oh yeah i'm so excited for dooku to come out and then like this is some this is some good content for month month by month yes and i'm liking how they're they're not just like because we had a bad habit of like working month by month, and then now we're getting like roadmaps, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're really communicating what's going to happen in this year of Battlefront, and even and just because they're doing the Beyond February is really promising, yeah, for like them announcing stuff that's down the road. Mm-hmm. So we know at least kind of the direction that they're thinking going after February, uh, after the, the quote unquote whole season of. The Clone War season comes out, which is in February. March will definitely be the jumping off point into future content and what that will look like. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like polishing the game in the meantime until they can like really hammer down what they want from the game this year. Yes. I also expect a new roadmap to come out at some point around this time. Yeah. And I hope during like the not to say dry stage, but like in between, like not having heroes for a little while. I hope they release some limited time only game modes. Yes. Like 
Ewok hunt-esque games. Maybe maps carry it over from Battlefront 2015 if that's easier than just working on new maps or make, maybe maybe after this focus on the big maps and the big heroes we start going into like you're saying limited time game modes and smaller maps. Yeah, cuz they have so much to work work um for just be just besides the heroes. The the map ports could just be like really exciting for the just for the the future of Battlefront as well. And they've they've already set a precedent with that. We've gotten with the Han Solo um Han Solo mini season, as I will call it, we got the the carryover map from Battlefront 2015, which was Jabba's Palace, stuff like that. So maybe maybe after after the big push, they start going slowing down right before another big ramp up into the the later half, the summer area of 27 or 2019. Yeah, because I would like them to like hammer out these maps so we don't get filler seasons, because so they don't have to do that. Because Solo, it was basically a filler season. Yeah. Tying us over till what we're getting now. The content we got was a carryover map, a new map, a carryover game mode, which was Extraction, and then skins for both Han and Lando. I'm, I mean, I'm liking the skins with every update. I guess it started it, didn't it? The Solo yeah. season, yeah. It really started the the skin push for the game. Yeah, I mean, it did start some cool trends, but not what we wanted from a season. And I'm I'm getting used to what we're getting now in this format from what we previously had in Battlefront. And I'm actually kind of liking it. Mm-hmm. I like the more frequent updates. That's what I most uh, enjoy about this new line of thinking for uh, Battlefront 2. Yeah, it's like, what, what are we going to get this month? Like, hero-wise and map-wise, I'm just really liking it. Instead of like the smaller updates that we got in Battlefront 2015, where it was it was content less much less frequently, and um, the big stuff came in between three month gaps, and a lot of the times we were in the dark about those DLCs, like we had no idea about the Outer Rim until like right before it came out. Yeah, so basically, like the DLC would come out, you'd play it for a month, get bored of it, and then Battlefront would be kind of lingering in the back of your minds for a couple months and another thing that limited that was the season pass yeah it just it just limited so much players from you know having those lobbies full and the wait time and all that because some people bought the season pass while others were buying it single dlc it just really separated the yeah. community in a, a negative way so awkward and that's where this the free seasons really come in come in handy because you you really notice that because like someone who had outer rim content because because you could have like like space DLC, you could have the first and third one, like, and then not have that second one, which is like so awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushing that. Um, you couldn't expect everyone to have the uh, the season pass and the extra content, so and it, and it, it was just, really separated the community. And they really just flaunted it, like just those hero icons with the X's on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even even that just small change, it was like, oh, I can't use this hero because i don't have this and like battlefront's so cheap right now like the game itself and like not having to buy dlc yeah it's a crystals are non-existent for like for players that are used to this format of you know earning your own Mm -hmm. credits and spending them yeah and like you can't buy credits to be spent on the new hero you have to actually earn the credits to get the new hero you can buy the skins for those heroes with real money, but that doesn't affect the gameplay at all in any form. You want to go into a little bit about Count Dooku? Or? 
Yeah. Let, so before we get into your thoughts, because on Twitter I asked what your thoughts on the state of the game in 2019 is and what you want going forward, let's talk about Dooku a little bit. Oh, yeah. So his his animations were uh, Danamind, looking great. What do you expect this hero to be? Because we don't know his abilities quite yet. Yeah, I mean, you can speculate, but... I'm, I love Dooku as a character, especially from watching the Clone Wars. Yes. Really fleshes him out. And I'm, I'm, he's he's a Sith Lord, so like on par with Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. Power-wise, but thoughts and beliefs. He was he was trained by Yoda, trained uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, so he plays a pivotal role in the franchise itself. And his beliefs are very relatable. You look at that guy and you're like, oh... You're not like a completely evil dude. Yeah, he was crazy. Like his character development in the movie and shows and then further in the show. Yeah, he kind of like made his own sect apart from the Sith Order because mm-hmm. he had his own beliefs uh, that just veered off from the Jedi. And the closest thing that came to his beliefs were the Sith. You know what I'm really hoping for? What you know the the hanger that. Dooku fights Obi-Wan and Anakin in, in the second movie and Geonosis. Oh, yeah. I, I hope that's one of the maps that comes out. That would be like so perfect for heroes versus villains. Yes. There's, there are just so many. I know smaller... Geonosis is amazing for smaller maps. Yes. Like you've got the arena, you've got the catacombs, you've got like what you're saying, the hangar. Yeah. And like even. Like the buildings themselves were explored in, like the, like the droid factory itself could be played yes, in. Yes, the droid factory. Oh so my gosh, awesome. that's just Geonosis alone. So it's definitely a hard choice that the developers have to make in choosing what they want to bring to the game. Um, like, where do you start? Like, you could just you could explore Geonosis fully. You could uh, Geon- go to the other side of the planet. Geonosis itself could be like three or four seasons. Yes, the arena fight itself has like thirty Jedi. <laughs> Yes. So Django Fett is in it. But ability wise, what do you think Dooku's gonna bring? I think he's going to be a more defensive villain than we're used to. I think he's gonna be more uh reserved and more um like he's gonna have that power, but I think he's gonna be more um in the background kind of hero. Um definitely need to I think add lightning as one of his abilities. Cause that's pretty f- prevalent. In his play. I don't know, but Pal- it would kind of conflict with Palpatine because that's his only ability, like, you know, AOE damage. Mm-hmm. But it would be interesting to be able to pair that with a lightsaber. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like dual wielding lightsaber plus the one hand with the lightning. Mm-hmm. And probably like his passive ability. Like he's the leader, so like buffing troops around him or bu- buffing Something himself. Something more like Krennic maybe from Battlefront 2015. Definitely. And I think he, he, did, he does force choke, I yeah. believe. I think he does. So like... Force choke, force lightning, and some passive ability that buffs either himself or allies or both. Mm-hmm. So, kind of merging Emperor Palpatine and um, Darth Vader and Krennic. Which is actually kind of a fair accurization of his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to be a more uh, reserved villain than we're used to. Yeah, and his lightsaber, like the way he holds it in the movies will be cool to see the animation. Yes. Like, in-game. Oh, yeah, and, th- and then his, his like, his, um... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? His chemistry with Yoda on the battlefield, like if he passes him, would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like General Grievous and Obi-Wan because they have that rival-esque yeah. type. But 
emote wise, he's not the most meme character, <laughs> but I, I could probably think of some good lines for him. Uh, you know, it would be so great. Just like a, a funny little uh, jest from Anakin would be like, you better be careful. You may lose your head <laughs> when he's fighting against Count Dooku. Or even the opposite where, you know, Dooku cuts his hand off, like some some nods to that. <laughs> yeah. So I think this is the most unique villain we've heard about or gotten so far. Because they can go on many different paths for it. And he is such an iconic character. Most like people I know, that's their favorite character villain wise. Mm hmm. So we've covered what's coming to the game in 2019 that we know of so far. There's going to be more. But right off the bat, I was like, okay, we're a week into Battlefront 2015. We're in a week into 2019. What are your thoughts and views of the game? Friend of the podcast, Cedric at Cedric SW, says, please let the large-scale game mode be done right. Yes. I'm hoping that uh, since we've gotten the... The gameplay in Geonosis where you can actually hop into vehicles already on the ground plays into effect on the capital ship takedowns. And it's less like, okay, phase here, jump, you're on a ship, that kind of thing. And maybe a little more control there. Or if it is like a shift phase kind of thing where you're on the ground and then you shift up to the capital ship, you'll have the opportunity to choose starships in the hangars. And fly out. Like, yeah, I would love that. That would be cool. Just more freedom to the player because thus far the game modes we have are so boxy. Like you have to do this. You have to make this point. You can't go out of the lines. Just more freedom to the player would be nice. And uh, another friend of the podcast responds, Gordy Hab, the composer for Battlefront 2015 and Battlefront, 27, Battlefront 2 2017. More music. More new music, wingy face. So we'll be getting some more n- new music for the game going into 2019. Eduardo J at Imperial Ace 1985. More content after this Clone Wars he- uh, Heroes. Would love to see Scarif, Jin, Krennic, Cassian, Dengar. I would love to see that as well. Yeah, it'd be cool to, for them, if not transferring to new seasons, to have like throwback old seasons. Mm-hmm. Cloud City with Dengar and Lando. Or we already have Lando, but you know. Yeah. It's kind of fleshing out the game more and bringing back the stuff that we loved. The only problem I see with that is like we could get these heroes that we've seen in Battlefront 2015 or they could put in the effort to make new ones. That is that is That's right. the payoff there. And then if you go back and get those get those old heroes, you have people complaining, "Oh, if I wanted to play Battlefront 2015 heroes, I might True. as well just go back to Battlefront 2015. Give me new heroes. Maybe not like trying to make the game like its predecessor, but maybe do a poll like where players vote on their favorite DLC and try to port that in. Yeah, that would be that would, would be nice. Or maybe just like a hero and a villain. The thing I really want are more maps. That's like that's the main thing I want right now. It does pretty feel pretty stale map wise. Because they play the three same maps over and yes. over and over. Where's Geonosis? Kashyyyk. They do have a new map rotation, but... Oh, yeah. Kashyyyk, Kashyyyk, and Kashyyyk. Geonosis isn't there enough. Uh, it takes me forever to get into a match of Geonosis. Oh, yeah. Camino. Camino's a really popular one for the gods the of Battlefront 2. <laughs> okay, moving on. Dusty Ricketts. I'm really hoping for more offline content. We have the new large-scale game mode coming next month, and I would love it if it were playable offline. I agree. 
I, I think that would be really fun if it was able to be played offline. Yeah, these kind of ideas are really like at the back of my head now that you say it. It would be really cool to see uh, multiple game modes to arcade. That would be awesome. Even smaller game modes would be kind of fun. Yeah, just put in some bots. <laughs> like we, I had so much fun with Battlefront Two. I mean Battlefront One's offline missions when they added yeah, Galactic Assault playable. Yes, we would just go for h- how many kills we could get and battle our. I think my record was 320 I think kills. So. <laughs> and I, then I think we, you were Leia. Yeah, I think I was. Or Leia or Nia Nub. Yeah, but anyway, we the day it came out, we tricked our cousins, and we sent them a, a screenshot where I had 200 kills, and we were like, beat that. <laughs> and they actually believed it. The, they were like, what? How is that even possible? Yeah. This was before the Lando glitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, Joe at Novacore Joe. I gifted three copies of Battlefront 2 this Christmas in hopes of getting my friends to give it a chance. Will they? I don't know. But that means I am hopeful for the future. I hope they prioritize fixing all the bugs, glitches, matchmaking, and balancing issues. I think Battlefront had a surprisingly big impact with Geonosis. I think going forward they need to make DLC feel impactful every time. I wish they had another Clone Wars map to debut with with Anakin and Dooku. I think they should strive for one map, two heroes, plus skins for every DLC drop. Yeah, this is based, this is summed up in two comments what we all want from the developers of Battlefront 2. Yeah. More stability with the bug fixes. Yeah. And uh, more more heroes and um, Yeah, it hits maps. every every key that I want from Battlefront 2. Toby Wan Kenobi 2019 celebration or uh, at T0 B I E S T. Count Dooku, Anakin, new game mode, lightsaber rework. That's all I need to be excited about. And then the heart eye emoji. Another happy landing emote is all that I need. Another happy landing. You know what we really need? Palpa memes. We need the Palpa meme. Yeah, I mean, they need, a, they need to just add so much more emotes. I'm really hoping Anakin hits, hits the mark emote-wise. I, so. I, need, I need some sand. I need some sand. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. He he's actually a fairly meme character. Oh, very much. Meme, so. <laughs> the women, the children, the men. Like you underestimate my power. That is that's going to be in there. I'm calling that it. better be in there. His, his whole interaction with Obi Wan on what's it, Mustafar is amazing, and they need to add every line of that as an emote. Yes, <laughs> I was actually. Fairly disappointed of Obi-Wan's other than the hello there emote. Really? Yeah. I was I was hoping for a few others. You know what skin I really want? I want Chancellor Palpatine skin. Yeah, that would be so awesome. He's got so many different outfits. I mean, they're giving all these new characters so much love mm-hmm. skin-wise, emote-wise, and we have these... Darth Maul doesn't have any skins. Like, what the heck? Like metal, Robo metal legs, leg, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Where are you? They they need to just they need to touch up the previous hero heroes and villains. Mm, give them a little facelift. They just leave them there. Battle damaged Darth Vader would be epic. Yeah, helmet. That would be that would be so awesome. Helmetless stormtroopers would and be great. Tatooine Luke would be so awesome. Oh Luke! <laughs> Luke! They need to add Aunt Beru as a playable yes. hero. <laughs> All she does is go into the kitchen, make some blue she, milk, she and then burns alive. She splashes blue milk on 
incoming villains. Mm-hmm. Gets burned by stormtroopers. <laughs> Let's just take a minute to flesh out Aunt Beru's abilities. Flesh out? <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she, she can't flesh them out because she doesn't have any flesh yeah. anymore. She already lost that ability. <laughs> or at least, uh, what's his uncle? What's Uncle Lars? Uncle Lars. His ability would be uh, thrashing teenagers' dreams, <laughs> keeping them from doing what they love. But I was going to Tashi Taste and pick up some power converters. You can waste time with your friends some other time. <laughs> I wish they would do an April Fool's like this. Aunt Peru and Uncle Lars playable yes. coming out, blah, blah, blah. So whenever uh, a tweet in Battlefront gets a little bit of traction, I got 22 likes with this tweet. Or 23, 24. I got over 20, which is more than normal. There are some negative people which come out of the works and say Battlefront's cancer. Um, so, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, these are his thoughts. Is he is he dashing us or just the game? Just the game. Uh, well, so that's fine. <laughs> quote, I will never be able to earn the solo a Star Wars story Lando skin without paying. They'll keep the offline daily credit cap. It'll continue to be predatory cancer and make sure that offline players are treated like third-class scum for not wanting to see stormtroopers teabagging rebels. Offline will still have full, no full maps, no competent AI, no ambient wildlife, no AI heroes, no proper modes, no speeders, no customization between rounds, no playlists, no earning potential, no civilians, no squads, no generals making announcements. You get the idea. So he basically wants online battlefront 2 to become red dead redemption offline <laughs> like with the the immersion uh he wants all of the off online content to be ported over offline which isn't completely uh like mind-blowingly uh, i mean out if, there if he said he wanted these instead of like instead of calling being them out like that never going to negative, happen i i would agree with all of these mm-hmm. like if he's like these are these are viable complaints about the game Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if he was like, I would, I would love to see full maps, competent AI, ambient wildlife, AI heroes, all offline, and all that other stuff. Instead of being like, well, this game's cancer, and they hate us, and this game sucks. Yeah, if you get past the salt, he, these are all, these yeah. are all uh, ideas that need to be added. Mm-hmm. Not I would all like, of them. I would like to see more offline, online content ported over to offline. I think that'd be fun. It would put the later down the line support of the game because he he is so right these these skins i'm talking about the skins these skins are hard to get unless you're farming your life away which is <laughs> how they make their money i understand mm-hmm. so how i cope with it i find one skin that i th- i need and go for that one yes i'm never going to unlock all the skins <laughs> in my wildest dreams unless i fork over the money which will never happen because because this is how they do it i wanted the lando skin so badly like that was the skin I wanted, and then General Grievous skins came out. And I'm like, I want that. <laughs> and never mind, Obi Wan. Obi Wan skin comes out. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> there so, will always be more skins. The skins. You don't add anything to the gameplay, but they do look awesome. Yes, they do. And I like how if you if you complete the game to a certain point, you have the skins to to go after as a. Yes. You know, a point to the game almost. Yeah, I think just changing changing this perspective of this tweet changes it. It works. It, it works. Like, full maps on offline would be great. The AI does need some work. All of, all of his complaints need work and mostly needed to be added to the game. 
Mm-hmm. Or they would would be appreciated if they were added to the game. Yeah, but some of them are really, really nice. Like the AI needs to be tweaked. I mean, I would like to have ambient wildlife, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the future of the game is strong. I look forward to exploring more of the Star Wars universe. I'm really looking forward to seeing which direction they choose yeah, going forward. That's what I'm most excited about. At I'm obviously excited for the heroes, but I want to see what path they're taking with the game. Yes. I have no idea. I have I have like It could go anywhere, right? No now. conceived notion about it currently. And that's very exciting and also kind of terrifying. Cuz cuz at the at the time of 2018, we didn't know if they were going to continue support yes. through the game or they're going to make another one. So they could continue with their with the theme going or they could just take it, which I hope they do, to a whole different route. Yes. There are advantages and disadvantages to both, but I do trust the developers and the decision that they will make. Yeah. I think for 2018 was a huge learning yes. experience for Battlefront. That was them fixing their mistakes and learning what exactly the community expects and wants from the game. And I've said this a lot, but Battlefront is really kind of just starting yes. since Geonosis came out. It's got a fresh start. People are liking content. They're giving us what we want for the most part. And we'll see if they continue that. Yeah, I think that's about it for this episode. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. And I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWBpodcast, twitter.com slash SWBpodcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Our email is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can give us thoughts and feedback there, topic ideas, and just basically what you think of the game, or you just want to reach out and talk to us about Battlefront. That is a place that you can do so. Another great way to support us is through leaving a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. We haven't gotten any new ones recently, so definitely be appreciated there. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And you can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. And may the Force be with you.